1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It's Friday, March the 15th. I'm your host, Rob Fontenot. In this episode, we are going to talk about the rules changes. The MLB and the Players Association negotiated a series of rule changes. So I'm going to let you know all about these, and then I will give you my opinion. Some of them will be implemented this season, and the others will be implemented in 2020. Other things we'll talk about, we will recap Thursday's game. I have a small story about George Springer. And then also, I will give you the update on the March giveaway. Any hat that you want from Fanatics.com. So we'll get to all of this after an ad from our sponsor, You are listening to Astros Baseball. Okay, so now let's talk about these rule changes. Uh, MLB and the Players Association, like I said earlier, they negotiated a series of rule changes. Some go into effect this season and some in 2020. So let's go with the ones that are being implemented this season. Uh, First thing I have to say is I'm surprised that they are implementing rules changes two weeks before the season starts. And to me, it's pretty crazy that they got all this accepted. But anyway, let's move on with it. So the first one is subject to discussions with broadcast partners. So this one does not look like it is totally in the books, but it is uh, referring to... um, the time between half innings. So right now it's 2.05, and they are going to lower that to two minutes to speed the game up, and that's for local broadcasts. And in nationally televised games, right now it's 2.25, and they are planning on lowering that to two also. So they are going to lose 25 seconds, which is probably one ad. So I would say Fox, ESPN, uh, people that televise games nationally—they seem to have the most to lose, money-wise. Uh, my opinion on this, I'm okay with it. Uh, it could be lowered to a minute and 55 seconds in 2020. I'm also okay with that. So these rule, this rule change, if it takes place, I'm okay with it. The trade deadline, the waiver. Trade period will be eliminated. If you recall, this is how the Astros got Justin Verlander. So now the July 31st deadline will be the only trade deadline. If you don't make your trade by July 31st, then you will not be able to make trades anymore. However, you can still place players on waivers and someone can pick them up, but trades are no longer permitted. Now let's go to some all-star news, all-star game. The fan voting will be in two rounds. The primary round is the same. This is when people like myself and probably most of you listening you get on MLB.com and vote for all Astros. You're in you vote as many times as you can, and every vote is for the Astros. You're trying to do your part, all you can do to get the Astro, as many Astros players as you can in the All-Star Game. So you can continue to do this. However, now the second round is called election day. There's only one day. It's going to be election day. That's where fans will vote on the top three vote getters. And outfielders, there will be nine. So this will be in late June or early July. This is what I like about it. Because this is kind of my opinion. When you vote for all Astros, You are pretty much wasting your vote on certain players. You can vote for Josh Reddick and not saying anything bad about him. That's just the first person I thought of. We can all vote for him. All the Astro fans can vote for him all we want. But he's not going to beat out Aaron Judge, Mookie Betts, and Mike Trout, he's not going to beat him. So, however, now you do as, as uh, much work as you can. You put in as much effort to get your Astros into the All-Star game. And that didn't work out. So now you can have your voice truly heard. You can pick one of three guys and have a bigger hand in who's going to get in. So I like this also. I'm just like you. I'm going to vote all Astros. And if they get in to election day, I'm going to vote for them again. But if not, then I'll actually vote for who I think the best player is in that position where there are no Astros. Okay, so the next thing, if the All-Star game goes to extra innings, there will be a runner on second to start the 10th inning. Uh, the uh, All-Star Game is an exhibition game. Uh, means nothing. They no longer play for home field advantage in the World Series, so I do not have a problem with this. I would not want this implemented in the regular season, but All-Star Game, totally fine with it. The Home Run Derby, the total prize money raised to two point five million. The winner gets a million. I don't know what it was before. I didn't even know they won something for winning the Home Run Derby. Uh, Mound visits reduced from six to five. Before, there were no mound visit uh, maximums, and I think they just last year put the six on there, and they've already lowered it to five. So as you can see, most of these rule changes are geared towards speeding the game up. So also the Players Association and MLB will form a joint committee to study other potential rule changes. So this I also agree with. Instead of them being on one side and sending ideas over and them saying no, and then these guys having ideas, sending it over there, and they turn it down, Now they're going to be in one committee and talk about it without sending stuff back and forth. So I I like this one also. I think it's a good idea. All right. So we're going to take a small break and then I will tell you about the 2020 rule changes. Okay, so now let's talk about the 2020 rule changes. The roster size will increase from 25 to 26. Double headers, it will be 27. I do not have a problem with this. Uh, You don't want the rosters to get too big, but I think 26 is fine. Uh, The Astros could have benefited from it this year if they would have made the change this year because they uh, normally have 13 pitchers, but they're going to go with 12 because they have the three players that are out of options and they want to keep all three of them. So that would have benefited them. So uh, I agree with this. I think it's fine. And most people, actually Astros would probably just do 13 and 13 every year. So it also says there will be a cap on number of pitchers that a team can carry. My opinion on this, I don't like it. One reason is that you give me 26 roster spots, I should be able to utilize it however I want to utilize it. I should have my own strategy. You have your own strategy and do what you want. Everybody has 26 players. You should be able to do whatever you want with those 26 spots. However, I think, I don't know what the minimum is because it doesn't say, but this is probably to keep someone from having 15 pitchers and having multiple pitching changes. So like I said, these are all to speed the game up, so that's probably why they have a cap on pitchers. So these next ones, I think they're all kind of dumb. It says teams must designate each player as a pitcher or a position player. I think that's kind of dumb. Uh, Designation. Cannot change during the season. So if you designate someone as a pitcher at the beginning of the season, you cannot change their designation to position player. Again, I think it's dumb. Position players are not allowed to pitch. Someone like uh, J.D. Davis pitched for us a couple of times last year. However, there are exceptions. If they are a two-way player, they can pitch. But to become a two-way player, you must accrue 20 innings pitched and 20 games started as a position player with three at-bat minimum. So one thing I was thinking about this. If position players are not allowed to pitch, how do they get 20 innings pitched to become a two-way player? If a pitcher cannot play in the field, I don't even know how to say that the other way around, how are they going to get their 20 games as a position player with three at bats if they're not allowed to be a position player? This I don't understand. But like I said, 2 A players can do it. Also, If it's an extra innings. Or if the player's team is losing or winning by six, a.k.a. a blowout. So I'm assuming, because I don't understand how anyone can accrue 20 innings or 20 games, if you're not allowed to change your designation. So apparently, but it doesn't have anything about pitchers going to position players, But pitchers, I guess the position players can accrue innings if they pitch in extra innings or in blowout. So I guess those innings will count. Otherwise, I don't know how you'll get the uh, innings to become one. So another rule change is a three batter minimum or till the end of the half inning. So every pitcher that comes in must face three batters, or they could come in with two outs and face one batter. When the half inning is over, then they could come out. This will end the loogie, the left-handed one-out guy. I, I'm i 50-50 with this. I'm okay with them pretty much getting rid of the uh, one-and-done, The guy, the left-handed specialist that pitches to one guy. The one reason I'm okay with that is because starters have to face lefties and righties. Um, You're a professional pitcher. You should be able to pitch to anybody, not just left-handers and not just one batter every other game. You should be able to pitch. If you're a pitcher, you should be able to pitch. That's all I got to say. But the reason I don't like it is that every manager should be able to use their – roster however they choose if they want to have a guy on the roster that only pitches to one guy then that's their prerogative they they should be able to do that if they want so to speed things up they are taking strategy out of the manager's hands and that's why I don't like that but like I said I'm 50-50 maybe 60 the other way But uh, the other way meaning that I'm against it. So the injured list, it will move back to 15 days from 10. So if you go on the injured list, you have to stay there for 15 days instead of 10. I think it was a very good benefit for people to only have to be gone 10 days. So the minimal assignment period for pitchers, was 10 days, and now it goes back to 15. The reason they say they made that change is because when it was lowered to 10, teams were manipulating the rules to keep a stash of arrested arms by rotating relief pitchers in and out of the minor leagues. So, after this small break, we will talk about the George Springer story and then i will recap thursday's game and then give you the update of the uh, for the march giveaway so we'll be right back after this uh, sound effect you're listening to astros baseball